0: Damn it, Nick. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. Literally too long did to it rate. TLDR, you guys are awesome. You live?
1: This thing on? Uh, Nicholas, well, I, w- I want you to I want you to timestamp this. I'm doing something that in the history of this uh this program, I don't think I have ever done. And that is I'm going to say something positive about you. What the? <laughs> for those of the for those of you listening, watching, you know, for the past few weeks, I've been giving Nicholas shit about his selfishness, about getting married and taking time away from the program to go to Hampton Beach uh, for his honeymoon. <laughs> uh, but w- what I want to say, Nicholas, is that uh, this past weekend, uh, outside of my own wedding, this was the best wedding I've ever been a part of. It wow. was an absolute honor and treat to be uh, be a part of your wedding uh to spend the time that I got to spend with your family, with Lauren's family, with, with your friends and the other groomsmen. Um it was it was really, really something special. Uh the food was fucking excellent. I gotta say the food was fucking excellent. Yeah. The dessert was excellent. I'm pissed I, I didn't grab a donut donut was like the one thing I didn't get Uh, because by the time I couldn't put anything else in my body, I just couldn't (laughs) fucking do it Uh, because Megan had me dancing, and everything was jiggling and jostling around. It was a fucking disaster, but it was delicious. It was a wonderful time, and I'm happy and I'm proud uh, of you and for Lauren, and you guys are going to make a great a great team going forward. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, the DSG and the Geeks Worldwide Radio proudly presents to you the greatest, I mean the greatest. The now two-time married, right? Right? Yes. You got your married? <laughs> I'm married, right? It's official, right? Yes. You know? Yeah. No more no more single men on this show. Uh sorry ladies greatest podcasting team in the world that went off the rails he's a fry guy nick fryer i'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, and together we are the tldr comic book club baby nicholas how you doing
0: Woo, man i was not ready to start off the show with compliments i mean i was already feeling off balance because i got a ring on one side of my body now i don't even know what to fucking do i'm like i, I i'm I don't, I don't do it with my hands i'm very confused the first um, thing
1: I did when 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 Megan put the ring on is I I, I patted my body to make sure that, you know I, I was wondering if people could still see me, <laughs> um, but I did I didn't see the eye I'm still you know still here so uh, I'm not corrupt but but you, you do
0: know. have your leave of Lorien,
1: though I do I do it's uh it's right here it's next to me see there we
0: go it, you know with the go. green
1: screen it's a little it's a yep. little you know incognitus Yes, but it's there right next to me.
0: But it, we, I, I'm so glad you had a good time. I had an absolute blast. I could not have asked for a better wedding. It was in so many ways unexpected how well it ended up going. And uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that happened in there. We could bog you guys down with probably a couple hours worth of a podcast on that. But we're not, we're not here to do that. We're here to talk comics. Joe's already summed it up perfectly. Uh, but on that note, Joe's bringing up how I am traveling uh, to Hampton Beach, which is, of course, exactly where I'm going for my honeymoon. This is a good time to remind you all please subscribe to the audio channels. When we come back, you can exclusively watch us in video. We understand why you'd want to see Joe rocking a Blue Jays hat week to week. It is a treat for me and everybody else and our friend of the show, Sheldon Buker Are you wearing the Blue Jays hat? Look at that. Could have been a Royals nah, hat, folks. Maybe. But I know Joe. Um, so make Or sure my Mariners hat or my Cubs hat. Oh, your mayor's is that blue? That's right. But mm-hmm. subscribe to the audio channels. We're talking Apple, Spotify, Geeks Worldwide Radio, SoundCloud, Amazon, all the major platforms. Uh, there's a few others that I hear people talk, like, I see people watching us or listening to us on. They can't remember them all. Anyways. Make sure you subscribe there. Tell a fellow nerd too, fellow comic book reader because they're going to have a good time. We have Shime joining us next week. We have Rich Keefe of the Hashtag Dork Podcast joining us the week after. We're doing a little Manga Madness. We got a little DC Black Label tiering. And then the third week where we're going to be apart. We're, we're still in the works on that one. I'll be back at that point. Um, so maybe I'll be doing something. Maybe Joe will. Who knows? We'll see. But subscribe to the audio channel. And you'll find out it's the only way you're going to be able to hear us for the next few weeks. And in general, you should subscribe there anyways, because that's the only way you're going to ever hear our Friarside chats. And obviously we've had a lot over this past year and we're not slowing down anytime soon, except for maybe this, this next month, uh, the next three weeks. That's a, that's about the only time you can guarantee we're only going to get one episode a week from us, but Enough about that, Joe. Let's actually get to the episode. Um, we always start things off with catching up on the books that you or I didn't get to last week, or maybe we're just behind on in general. Personally, uh, I, I was, as you mentioned, I was a little bit on the busier side this weekend, so I didn't get to catch up. On much I did, I'll tell you what, on the day of my wedding when I had to leave my room, I went down to the lobby and I was trying to read Death of the Venom verse issue three. And I did read a couple pages, but I just had people constantly come like coming up to me and talking to them and stuff. So I didn't get to catch up on shit. Um, but you got to catch up some on, on some stuff, right? Fucking asshole, you said that. <laughs> uh, um,
1: also, by the way, now that the intro is over, I'm done
0: being fucking nice to you. It's, it's yeah. to, you know. It's, I was uncomfortable, quite honestly. You went on too yeah, long with it.
1: Yeah, I know. It was <laughs> it was the it was the fellatio hour. Uh, I only <laughs> caught up on a couple books, but they were two bangers of, uh, of books. A uh, big game issue two. holy shit! even better than the
0: first, right? That ending was nuts.
1: Yeah, that was that was fucking wild, man that was just nonstop like what the did that just fucking happen no get the fuck holy shit what i oh, what uh, it was that it's kind of so book people so much yeah, it's yeah it's crazy Absolutely wild and then i read uh, the hunger in the dusk issue too uh loved the first issue second issue was just as good that's uh, written by g willow wilson uh so excellent stuff there uh we have a couple of um uh trades dropping this week. So let's just we'll just get right into you know what's coming out this week. Um and that's all that we're doing this week, folks. It's just so what's new because Nick is again selfishly uh taking off for mm-hmm. uh you know several weeks. He's gonna go to Hampton Beach and hit up the Ashworth by the sea and <laughs> you know, hit some arcades and uh eat some fried dough and all that wonderful stuff. You know, so-
0: I'm not your other podcast partner, right? I just want to make that clear.
1: <laughs> Just don't go body surfing. <laughs>
0: Oh, poor bastard. My goodness.
1: Oh, I know. Jesus. Uh, so from Image uh, this week, uh, for, for these are trade paperbacks now. Uh, we have the Nail Biter Compendium. So that is the whole kitten caboodle, baby. Um, if you love horror, you're definitely going to want to check that out. Um, from Marvel, we have Venom Volume 4. Uh, we have uh, Red Goblin Volume 1, as well as She-Hulk uh, from Mariko Tamaki and Dalabar Taliich. I've heard good uh,
0: things about that that run, so I, yeah. I, need, I need to get this and check it out.
1: Yeah. Um, from DC, we have Nightwing Fear State, the trade paperback, um, which con- considering Fear State wasn't the greatest, that was – Nightwing stuff was always very good. Um, and then we have Superman, kel L Returns trade paperback. Uh, from Boom, we have House of Slaughter Volume 3. And then from IDW, we have The Complete uh, Insufferable. That is a book by uh, Mark Wade. So that is it for the major trades dropping this week. Um, so we'll we'll kick things off here officially uh, with the floppies. And from Marvel, we have uh, The Amazing Spider-Man issue 33. Uh, we have Moon Knight issue 26. Immortal X-Men issue 15. Fantastic Four issue 11. Star Wars issue 38. Scarlet Witch issue 8. Doctor Strange, issue seven, Silk, issue five, Black Panther, issue four, Magneto, issue two, Dark Droids, issue two, Spider-Gwen, annual issue one, Silver Surfer Legacy. And then we have a book that you want to talk about uh, with us, Nicholas, here, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Weapons of Vengeance, Omega, issue one.
0: Yeah. And this is, it says issue one, but this is the final issue of this crossover And obviously, Joe and I have ranted and raved about the work that Benjamin Percy and Jeff Shaw have done on this series. And also, what's been pretty cool is mixed in with all this, we've got a bunch of Ryan Stegman covers. So that's been really fun. And no no exception here. But I'll tell you what, man, just the the, alone, this is worth the the cover on the price, uh, the price of the cover because of the imagery we get with Helverine, and then some of the ghost rider stuff that we get, there's so much cool action. And again, we've said this many times, like Wolver- the Wolverine stuff has been dark. Um, and it's been, it's like, what's gone on with beasts, especially over there has been really interesting, but the ghost rider stuff in like the, the main, the main story, the story pre this crossover has been the craziest uh, darkest stuff that we've seen from Marvel for a long long while it is mind-blowing every month when we read it's like the imagery that we get is shocking and we get that here but it's with wolverine uh so it's like it's a special treat we got we got some of that in previous issues but it gets particularly dark in this issue um so this is the end of the event an absolute success joe to me i i really hope that marvel the plan it makes too much sense for not to be but who knows that this will be a trade paperback. And this is something that we will want to own individually, even though we've both read the entire thing already. And I think this is something that will be something Marvel always wants to sell. And this can this can be a series that brings any people who are like who read as kids and stopped as an adults, this is the kind of series, this has that type of strength to do that. And then they maybe go read Ghost Rider and then maybe read Benjamin Percy's run on, on Wolverine. They're like, fuck, I've been missing out. This is huge for Benjamin Percy.
1: Yeah, you could read this as a launching pad into getting into Ghost Rider and Wolverine. Much like the Hellfire Gala was that launching pad. If you haven't been reading X Men, you want to read that and get right back yeah. into it. You can, right? So I hope they do that. This is what a four a four issue little mini series. Perfect, perfect. absolutely perfect. It had the um, the Alpha and the Omega single issues which you know and then you had the 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 one issue of Wolverine and the one issue of Ghost Rider. So I didn't have to read so and so issue number this and so and so issue that which you know right now is heading it's going on right now with Batman which I don't mind cuz the story is really that good but like yeah. it just I hate having to like oh I've got to read this random issue of this series that I'm not reading to have the story continue. That yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. This was done Perfectly. Now, granted, I'm reading both these things, but it was like one issue here, one issue there, and then the Alpha and the Omega issues.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I will say when it comes to the the, the Batman stuff, it's probably a, it's a little bit that's one where it's a special exception because it's Chip and it's Teeny Howard, where you can see how that would be a little more frustrating because maybe the voice where we talk about it, things may change up a little bit because you have two writers. Obviously, Chip's immensely talented. We don't read a whole lot of Teeny Howard, but still, I know people like that Catwoman run has been going on for a long time. This is one where I really like has again like I feel confident saying. When we when companies want to have writers do this, especially the big two, you have one writer who's writing two titles and it can make sense to have those characters cross over. If I like those characters, if I or if I like that writer, I'm going to be very open to that idea because I liked it when Donny Cates did it with Thor and Hulk. And I loved, loved, loved it when Benjamin Percy did it with Ghost Rider in Wolverine.
1: Yeah, absolutely excellent stuff. Uh so right. Nicholas, take us into DC
0: yes sir all right so speaking of batman we have batman 137 that's the gotham war that's going on right now what
1: real quick i know i didn't underline this to talk about it in depth but like this was fucking fantastic the, the gotham war stuff that's going on right now Ooh. tremendous i said this last week when i said like or last time when i said like oh red hood is back red hood is fucking back baby
0: Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. read it.
1: Read it. Ooh. Like I said, I, I'm not happy that I got to read Catwoman. Whatever you know, whenever it comes out next, but like whatever, I'm, this series is that good. I am going to do it. And Jason Todd, oh, he's back, baby.
0: Oh, slick back hair, white, white, uh, white bathing he, suit. he's through, oh, he's the Trevani's.
1: Dude, he's fucking slopping up Steakums. Oh, that's how much he's back, baby.
0: Oh, my God. I'll tell you what, too. Leave it to fucking Chip to go and redeem the character and then give it a little time and be the one to make him an asshole again. I absolutely oh, he love was, that.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a prick. He's oh, great.
0: that's amazing. So we got Batman 137. Definitely got to be picking that up. Poison Ivy 14, speaking of G. Willow Wilson earlier. Must read series. Talked about that on the show a while back. We got Shazam issue three, Justice Society of America issue six, the Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, issue 10, Blue Beetle, issue one, something I didn't make a point to read, but I may try and check out because I did enjoy the movie, uh, Peacemaker Tries Hard, issue five, outstanding series from Kyle Starks, cannot wait for to talk about it on the show as much as I'm not looking for the, ser- the rest of the end of this series. We got City Boy, issue four, Steelworks, issue four, it, Fire and Ice, Welcome to Smallville, issue one. There's also another number one, Joe, that you actually checked out.
1: Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, this is not something I would typically check out, but it's gotten a lot of great buzz on on. I'm not calling it fucking X, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's written by Kelly Thompson, who is a, a, a fantastic you know, writer. And, mm-hmm. and she's written, you know, she, lots, lots of great stuff. So Birds of Prey issue one, again, written by Kelly Thompson with art by Leonardo uh, Romero. And again, this is not a book I would typically pick up, but from, you know, people who I, I follow and various writers, you know, whose, whose, you know, your work I enjoy have been praising this book. So I said, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. It was excellent. You know, it's essentially the black canary. She's got a, she's, she's assembling a team, right? She's assembling uh, the birds of prey, you know, uh, because she needs to, uh, we don't know exactly what she needs to save or rescue her sister from, but that's sort of like son of a bitch i'm in and so it's got this (laughs) it's got this great heist feel to it the writing is is excellent and the the characters that you know have you know that we get here are excellent and one thing i wanted to point that stood out to me was was the art so leonardo romero not uh particularly familiar you know with their work um and it had a very like 80s comic book vibe to it okay which is, you know, it's it's not, it's like that eighties, like Marvel style, which, you know, again, I read as a kid, like the eight, like I would say like eight, eighties, late eighties, early nineties, right before, before, like right before like Jim Lee took over X-Men, you know, like, so that kind of style there. So it's got an old Mm. school feel to it, Uh, but it fit, it fit for this book perfectly. So like, I don't read a ton of number one, you know, DCs on here and, uh, you know, you know, and talk about them and especially birds of prey, you know, the characters are not, you know, characters I typically gravitate towards, but this was absolutely excellent. I'm not going to call dibs on it so you can go ahead and read it, good. but it is, it is very good. It is excellent. I would uh, recommend this book to anyone who is a superhero fan, anyone who loves DC comics, if you're fans of birds of prey, or if you're like me and, and haven't read a ton of stuff, you know, uh, you know about those characters definitely give us it's, it's it's again it's got a good heist feel it's got a badass feel to it and it's a little little retro throwback there with the art
0: yeah i was i was uh, looking forward to checking this one out I, it was uh, it's definitely on my list So i appreciate you not calling dibs because black canary always a character that i'm interested in zealot i saw is on this team and there were cassandra some- kane cassandra kane that's who it was yep yep oh yeah dude Cassandra Kane Dude, you know, we. I was looking back because I, I realized recently on TikTok that um, a, there was like a listener or something used our one of our drafts. We haven't done one of those in a while, but oh, I yeah. saw one in Cassandra Kane. It was like, I think it was the Bat Family or it was Badass Women. I can't remember what it was, but like Cassandra Kane, I remember I saw her name. And I was like, yeah, she – yeah, you don't fuck with her. No way. No,
1: no. And in Harley, of course, right? So yeah. you definitely don't, you know. Cassandra Cain is, is very much, you know, uh,
0: elevated in this book. I love, I love the sound of that. Uh, Nothing from our buddies over at AWA studios this week, but boom, we got a few books, Uh, one in particular, that's on your radar.
1: Yeah. So real quick, we have Buffy, the last vampire Uh slayer, issue two, Firefly, the fall guys, issue one. And then we have uh, the number one, right? Boom. Number one, read it. Um, I was very excited for this. You had called Dibs on an image number one that I was really looking forward to reading uh, once I saw the cover for it, but you called dibs. So I immediately said, i'm I'm taking Dibs on this bad boy. Um, and I said, I'll let you know otherwise. But no, I'm, I'm taking dibs, and that is Hunt for the Skinwalkers, issue one. Mm. And uh, real quick, if you could pull up uh, who yep. who wrote and drew it, because I, yep. I meant to uh, pull that up real quick. I uh, but I had read Blue Book by James Tynan, you know, a little while back, and I didn't realize that it was based off of you know uh, real life events. It was an alien story, or an alien encounter story, and I didn't realize that it was sort of you know based off actual events that had happened you know, uh, especially in New Hampshire. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the, the hunt for the skinwalkers, is the same thing. It is a, you know, this was a book that was written back in 2005 that, you know, quote unquote, you know, you know, happened, um, in in utah this ranch this this family ranch was was um there was something off about it you know especially with aliens and there's a lot of sort of uh you know investigations you know paranormal uh you know investigations and things like that and it had this whole best-selling book that was written about it so i didn't know that going in um reading the book it was excellent it's got great art the storytelling is fantastic you know it's very creepy it's very haunting and it's, it, it pulls you in because you're, you're, you know, you're reading about this family and it kind of flips back and forth a little bit between the past. It's sort of, you know, the present when the story takes place. Uh, it's captivating. It's haunting uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. A borderline
0: uh, made me kind of go, oh, shit, I wish
1: I didn't read this at night. Um,
0: but it was absolutely excellent. I'm looking at this first cover and I'm like whoa like I can't believe you read this like this like, I know you like your horror but like that looks that's very and I'm not a big like aliens I mean don't get me wrong they're, they're freaky and everything but they don't scare me like I don't know I feel like that they they used to be like a horror kind of thing they, they can be scary but this is who what this first that main cover uh which is by Martin Simmons um there you go your guy Martin Simmons right Department of Truth? Mm-hmm. yeah um, yep. But the, the writer for this series is Zach Thompson and then the artist is Valeria Berzo.
1: Yeah, this is this was an excellent first issue and and I can't wait to talk about the show. It was with uh, October right around the corner. I, I wish it had come out a little sooner so that maybe we could talk about it during then. Uh, but the second yeah. issue will be out at least in October. This was excellent stuff.
0: Unidentified flying objects, animal yeah. mutation, terrifying otherworldly cripplets, countless strange phenomena. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like that, there's, that's-
1: some, there's some shit with wolves. Right, and there's a Native American history, you know, that goes on here. So, like, Ooh. man, this is this is good, real good. Ooh, that
0: sounds really cool. All right, uh, let's go to Dark Horse next. So we got Barnstormers issue three, which I am very, very excited to check out. I did want to check it out before the show, but I have not. Joe's obviously talked about that on the show here. It's a must-read series, a TLDR-worthy series. Uh, I may save this selfishly. Uh, I actually am going to save this, obviously, for my flight uh, of to uh, Hampton Beach. Um, then we got uh, Survival Issue 5, the final issue of that series, if I'm not mistaken, from our friend of the show. Excellent. John Excellent. Lewis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. I actually did fall a little behind on this, so I can't wait to catch up on it. Then there's a pair of books that we uh, both want to talk about. A couple number ones each from, yep. uh, from Dark Horse. You surprised me, and I surprised you. Who do you want to go first? You go first, baby. All right. So we got Masters of the Universe. Forge of Destiny. Now, I've said it before. I've never, ever been a He-Man guy until we got that Netflix series that came out a couple of years back. It might have been in 2020. So I was like, I'm going to check it out because why not? And I've never done it. The art looks really good on, the, on this animated series. And it was. And I really, really enjoyed it. And Joe's obviously been raving recently about Tim Seeley who is the writer of this series. And then we got art by Eddie Nunez. And I see art, his art on this cover. The coloring's a little bit different than the interior, but it very much feels like I'm watching this new show. It's, the art is the exact same style, um, exactly my kind of style. All the patterns are really complicated and everything. So I, I absolutely love it. Um, but in all seriousness, this definitely at times felt like it was more for, a younger reader, just like the way it was, the way it was laying things out. But then, as we get to the end and the twist that we get at the end, it was like, wow! I really felt like Seeley tried to lull me into a level of like comfortability, and then just completely and then like just surprised the shit out of me at the end, where it's like, oh, everything's gone sideways already. So it was, um, it is a very promising issue. If you like He Man, if you like the show, check this out check it out the whole way through because I definitely got lulled into a a level of comfortability that I did not expect to. And it was a, it was a very interesting uh, twist the way the way things worked out at the end.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the show came out in 2021. Okay. And and I think Kevin Smith wrote like the first series of books that came out to kind of correspond with the show. And then like a second sort of masters of the universe came out. I'm not familiar who wrote that, but, I love that Tim Seeley is attached to this. This is absolutely excellent.
0: Yeah, it's some it's some good stuff, and the art is really good. And again, if you like the animation on that show, which I mean, that was really qual- real quality animation on that show, you're going to like uh, what Nunez is is bringing to the, the table here. I don't think it's the former um, Red Sox uh, infielder, uh, but I could be wrong. I don't know for sure. <laughs> hey, you can use them on your grid now. Middle infielders who wrote comic books. There you go. Quote. Right, there you go. <laughs> Christ. What do you okay, got for I got,
1: me? I gotta get back into the grid. I haven't done that in a few days. Oh, um, so from Dark Horse, um, I also read a number one, Tear Us Apart, issue one. And I believe that this was written by um actor uh Jay Barishel, oh. as well as a uh, Van Jensen with art by Alessandro uh Michele. And I gotta tell you, the first thing that stands out in this is the art. It is the art is absolutely fantastic it's a lot of um it's sort of like dark and cooler um you know shades and and, and palettes so it's, there's a lot of blues dark blues purples black and white kind of stuff you know with just it's not black and white but it's just like there's not a lot of color except for when there's violence and when there's violence oh boy it is absolutely tremendous but this is This is sort of a story I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, it revolves around sort of like this cult who is breeding these uh, these these kids to be assassins and you two of them, you know, they don't I wouldn't say they don't quite fit the mold, but they break one of the cardinal rules and they sort of fall in love with each other. And so this cult leader says they got to die. You got to go, you not. you know, and if anyone shows any weakness, right. And okay. so they're, they're they're a fucking vicious group. And so these these two, you know, um, you know, uh, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but it gets real heavy, real fast, real violent, real fast. You know, yeah. it ends like it, it does, like it does its job. Like by the end of it, like yes, I want I want issue two. So the art in this, I, again, there's a couple of artists I've been introduced to this week. That's the, that's the, the great thing about the show: reading books you know, wouldn't typically read. Um, that art style is completely different, um, but definitely fit the vibe of the book perfectly. And Alessandro Miscelli's art, I'm gonna you know put a little star, uh, you know, next to their name uh and pay attention because I thought it was excellent art and the Absolutely story was wonderful. great. Uh,
0: um, I remember this coming up in our solicit because obviously we saw Jay barishall but this was one that I don't remember seeing the solicit. And you basically you you know you you said it in different different but similar words. I'm like this this looks in the see in the cover and that's Alessandro masselli's art like I want to check this out. this looks really cool and based on like what you're saying like this is this has some serious potential man
1: yeah it it was it was really good. I mean'm I'm, I'm half inclined to call dibs but I I will um okay I will sit on it for a second but it, this first issue was absolutely excellent.
0: All right. Well, if I, uh, I'm going to have a lot of time to read, so you better hope that I don't do it. Uh, I, I forget. Well, yeah,
1: to- uh, you're, you're not leaving until, well, I don't want to, you know,
0: uh. give, give your shit away, but uh. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Um, good but, but anyways, uh, yeah. So tear us apart issue one, Damn, That sounds fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll, we got uh, a few others to roll through. Why don't you take us through them all, Joe?
1: Okay, yeah, real quick, and then we'll, we'll finish up with image here. So from IDW, uh, we have Star Trek Defiant Issue 7, Godzilla, Here There Be Dragons, uh, Issue 3. I don't know why like that phrase is. It's like the second book that they've you know, used that phrase with. Uh. Um, Dark Space's Good Deeds Issue 4 my little pony issue 16 and my little pony camp big hoof uh issue two Ooh. uh from titan we have heat seeker a gun honey series issue three this has been absolutely excellent um from mad cave studios we have nature's labyrinth issue six and crusader issue one and then nicholas bring us home baby what do we have from image this week
0: my fucking goodness uh <laughs> there is a number one out from them that uh I will talk about it in a second. First, I got to talk about these other ones. We got The Sacrificers issue two, uh, which Joe is out on because he does not fuck with birds. Uh, the we got bird book. They, they're for the birds, apparently. Um, but uh, I did enjoy that first issue. Got to read the second. Swan Songs, more bird stuff. Uh, issue three of that is out this week. Neither of us have read that yet, but we did want to check it out. That first cover was really cool. Um, then we have Untold Tales of I Hate Fairyland issue three um, per evil i'm sorry <clears throat> evil issue 2 Awkward. from from Mirka and Dolfo uh weird work issue 3 quest issue 2 and then the book that i have seen every creator and their mother talking about over on twitter or x whatever you want to call it kill your darlings issue 1 which another book that joe has given me dibs on because you're fear you're afraid of the relatability of this series is that right
1: uh, I, I can't, I can't, honestly, Nicholas, I can't remember. And then, cause that's I what was, I, remember. I remember. I was saying gonna...
0: this, this is going to hit too close to home. Cause you, like oh, cause right. young girls at the center of this, you know, want to remind you of your daughter and all in yeah. the violence that suppose is supposed to going to That's
1: right. That's right. And I had forgotten you had called dibs or I'd given you dibs. And then, and when we, we got the review copy for this, I'm going, Oh, I want to fucking read this. Oh. And thankfully, thankfully, uh, because of the wedding, Uh, we didn't get the books downloaded until much later, so you had already read it and reminded me um, of said dibs before I had a chance to because I I totally would have read it and I'm so pissed that I can't now because this thing looks fucking tremendous.
0: So, if you are a KLC uh, KLC Press um, Substack subscriber like Joe and I are, you may be familiar with Ethan S. Parker and Griffin Sheridan. If you're not, then you probably haven't heard of those guys. They do like shows and whatnot over there, interviews with Ryan Stegman. Um, they are the writers of this series. The artist is Bob Quinn, and uh, I love, I, I really like Bob's art style. But with these two guys, like I didn't like, I would not have expected this from them because these are like they sound very nice on their show we've not talked to them before i think if uh we weren't you know crazy busy bouncing around with the wedding and everything we probably would have made a little bit of time to chat with them but uh, or at least try to but man they crafted a really good first issue it starts off pretty like whoa like it this is okay this is a little dark and then it shifts to a little bit of light and then as things go along, you start, darkness kind of starts to seep in to this story And about midway through. You're like, oh shit. Like, okay, what happened? It's like, this is a little freaky. And then you get to the end, Joe. And I will say that, um, this, if this, if this at all, if you related to this character at all to your daughter, you would have been rattled by the end of this show. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, I was, you're still going to want to read it someday.
1: Yeah, I saw the covers. I'm like, I ah, uh, but okay, maybe maybe it's a good thing. I, I'm not gonna, because that was the other thing too. There wasn't like anything really we're reading from Image this week, um. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I should I should probably read this, but it might might be a good thing that I'm not, and it allowed me to make sure I got to tear us apart and uh, yeah. hunt for the Skinwalkers, because uh, those are both both excellent books, but this one seemed like it it was uh, really damn good.
0: Oh, dude like this is like, Oh my God. Kill your darlings. Issue one. Don't think twice about picking this up. Otherwise you're going to feel, you're going to feel like Joe and uh really going to regret it. If this doesn't sell out like the, the first round, if there isn't a second printing of this, I will be shocked and disappointed. This is, I, I think somebody said, I saw somebody said this feels like an, uh like a vintage um uh vertigo series. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, many, I, th- I feel like they'd read like three issues or something to that level, but man, like, that's, that's, that's not far off, but this also, again, no shock. It comes from KLC press, which Donny Cates and, and, um, uh, and Ryan segment who we've had on the show a couple times to talk about it. Like it feels like it has a similar feel to, to, um, to vanish, not in the sense that like the stories are completely different, but it has that like same aura to it while the aesthetic and everything is still very different. And that's like, just, this is just like, it's, you you're, don't, it's, moves at the perfect pace and it gets so fucking wild and it's like it does not hold punches so really really cool stuff i i can't say it enough check this thing out
1: absolutely love that absolutely love that all right nicholas with that said
0: we are done for today oh uh, yeah yeah, shit. Are you, are you the closer now? I thought you were the, the opener. What <laughs> I'm the, hell the is opener. This shit?
1: I'm the closer. I'm everything, baby. The
0: Alpha, the Omega, the what the uh weapon of vengeance, Joseph Gilmore. Look at that. Uh, yeah. but yes, so again, you are gonna be able to hear from us still. Subscribe to our one of our audio channels, please, and leave a rating review. I didn't say that before, but it helps the show out a big time. If you leave a rating, please make sure it's five stars on Apple, anywhere else, whatever the highest rating you can leave. Please leave, leave that. Otherwise, you're going to learn the real meaning of back record. And I'll tell you what. Some people may or may not have learned that at the wedding this weekend. <laughs> but until, you'll find some episodes coming from us there. We did some fun stuff with Shine Time, Chris Shine, and uh, Rich Keefe of the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Grateful that they spent some time with us and pre-recorded a few things. Uh, so check those out then. But until next week for the listeners, but I mean, I don't know how long for us, Joe. Until we convene again, stay sexy.
1: You know what, baby? Like, yeah.
0: Nick's just like, I'm out. All right, we're yeah. done.